Hey, welcome back to the podcast, Porn Brain Rewire, with your hostess with the mostess, me, Dr. Trish Lee. Uh, today is an important conversation about New Year, porn free and fabulous. That is what I want for you. So make sure you listen to this episode and stay with me for the whole thing. It won't be that long so that I can tell you the three steps to take today so that moving into the new year, you are the most fabulous version of yourself. So here, here's what we're going to dig into. The things that you need to do to actually come out of the screen, stop watching porn, heal your brain, and be able to ride off into the sunset slowly but surely into the new year. So we're going to talk tools, strategies, techniques, and support. So we're going to talk about them at different levels. And the first thing we're going to discuss is, so we're going to talk about three steps. Number one, this is the first step, self-awareness, being able to figure out where you're at. I'm going to help you do that in just a minute. Number two, once you've decided where you're at, and self-awareness might be low, once you've decided where you're at, commit to that level of recovery, recovering your true authentic self that's in there. Commit to that level for now. Do what you need to do to be able to move forward at the level that you decide. Then number three is being able to commit to that over time and to understand what the most fabulous version of yourself is so that you know when you've accomplished it and when you're sliding backwards. That's very important. Okay, so let's dig in. First of all, I want to start with the concept of fabulous, which we will revisit at the end of this podcast. When my husband and I got married, it's a crazy story, and hopefully the in-laws aren't listening. And if you are, you'll remember this story. When my husband and I got married, my sister-in-law hired a caricature artist to come to our wedding to do caricatures of all of our friends and family. That is a true story. And prior to that, she had the caricature artist make a caricature of me and my husband. And actually, it's in my closet at my actual house because I'm in my townhouse because of the whole mold situation. So I have to get a picture of it because it's moldified. And I will have to put it on uh, my social media so you can see this picture. It's awesome in the satirical sense. Uh, my hair was very short. I've worn my hair very, very short, tight to my head short for most of my life. Um, and, you know, a pixie cut, as they call it. And the caricature reflects that. But over our heads, mine and my husband's heads, it says the fabulous couple. And now, 22 years later, that's really cool for me to, we've been married 20 years, but moving into 21, it's really cool for me to see because she characterized us as fabulous, not us characterizing ourselves as fabulous. And in this picture, we're working out. I've got, you know, the really short hair. He's, he, the two of us are working out because we've always loved to work out. But the thing that she characterized us as fabulous about is that we really try to be our true authentic selves. And I think that comes through even 20 years ago. I think that came through to her. When I first met her, I just show up and I'm me. Like either you 
enjoy that or you don't. And, you know, that's all we all can do is just show up as our real versions of ourselves. And sometimes people are going to like it and sometimes they're not, but that's okay. Cause that's you. And not everybody's going to like you if you're being your true authentic self. And so that's pretty cool. We have this caricature that says the fabulous couple. And to me, that means true authentic me. And I'm always trying to identify what that is and how it changes throughout my life with the different seasons of my life. And we'll touch upon that at the end. But fabulous doesn't mean grandiose and amazing and, you know, pomp and circumstance. It means you feel so good being you that that exudes out from you and people pick up on that because you're just being yourself fabulously. So I want you to move into the new year porn free and fabulous. You literally can't be fabulous if you are constantly being pulled back into the screen to self-soothe. Because if you're self-soothing, you're self-soothing the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, the two sides of the mask that you wear. If you're wearing a mask, one that's pretend fabulous and one that needs to self-soothe, you're not being your true, authentic, fabulous self. So the mask has to come off so that you can be that version. And if you're wearing the mask, it is the thing that makes it so that you need to go back into the screen to watch porn, to stimulate your brain, and to calm your brain down. So when you move into the new year porn-free, you can become fabulous. Now, how do we get you there? Those are the three steps. Number one is self-awareness. I want you to attempt to figure out where you are in your recovery journey. Now, I talk to men all the time. I talk to partners all the time. And I know that there is a continuum of understanding where you are in recovery from one to a thousand. So one means you barely have any clue where you are. You don't know what you need. You're not ready to commit. You might not even understand that porn's bad for you. You don't understand the implications it's having in your relationship, in your brain functioning, in your work, in your ability to go out into the world and feel confident, guilt and shame free. So that's one. A thousand means you understand that recovery means you're constantly finding and staying anchored in your true self and that recovery is a lifelong journey. And it's a privilege that, you know, you understand where you're at and you understand that life is evolution and self-actualization, that the journey of life is about constantly recalibrating and constantly investigating where you are so that you can attempt to be the best version of yourself. And remember, best means fabulous, not shiny. Best meaning you feel good on the inside. You scan your brain, you scan your heart, you scan your body, and you're feeling good. So self-awareness. Here's the challenge in self-awareness for today. Try to decide, and we'll do a one to 10 scale instead of a one to a thousand scale to make it easier. Try to decide where you are in your self-awareness, your understanding of what you need to be able to recover from porn. So here's some of the elements that you're looking for. Do you know porn's bad for you? Do you understand that you're being pushed and pulled into the screen? Do you know what the push feels like? 
Do you know what the pull feels like? Do you understand that there's work to be done in both the pull and the push? And when you investigate those aspects and you go to work on them, that the push goes away and the pull goes away. Do you get that? And if you do, if you understand, that means you're closer to six or seven in the scale of self-awareness. You understand things that are going on and that you have control in this situation, but you need the proper tools, techniques, and strategies and support to get moving. So if you have no clue what I'm talking about, you're probably down in that one to two level. Here's some other aspects. Do you see how porn consumption changes your behavior? Do you see how it's impacting? <coughs> Sorry, I've got a little cold here. Impacting your relationship. Do you see how your work is impacted? So look at the implications of your habit. Do you know how it feels in the porn habit cycle? So do you know what that dopamine drip feels like in your brain? Do you know what the dopamine deluge or flood feels like? Do you know what the dopamine drowning feels like, that numbed out feeling? Do you know what the dopamine deficit afterwards feels like? Spike in cortisol, more stress, no joy or limited joy from your life. Can you see how porn is impacting that? Okay, so... Self-awareness, try to gauge yourself one to 10 because that's going to help you in your commitment level. Because here's what I know. If you're at level one, it's going to be difficult for you to get into a program because you don't see that you need it. You don't see the value in it. You certainly don't want to spend any money on it, nor do you want to spend any time and energy on it. So if you're at one or two, I have a recommendation for you in a few minutes. If you're up at six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, then it's time to get into a program. And this is not a sales podcast. So this is not me spending the rest of my time telling you to buy my program. But of course, if you want to, it's there for you, for your sake. So I'm going to roll out the elements of what a strong porn brain rewire program would include because that is what's in my program. So if you're ready to purchase a program. Mine's available to you, but it's most important that the program resonates with you and that when you learn about it and you learn about the person, you're like, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. You're, you're jazzed up. You're like, yeah, this is the program for me and I'm ready to get started. That's more important than getting into mine. So please listen to the message. It's not a sales pitch. So when you are ready to commit, part of that is understanding that you need help. If you have a problem or a struggle or you're suffering, you can't help yourself. It's just the way that the universe works. And I'm acutely aware of that. So when I realized that I have this mold poisoning thing going on, I didn't go, oh, okay, I'm going to heal myself from toxic mold poisoning, a thing I know nothing about by myself. No. The first thing I said is, dang, I cannot believe I have toxic mold poisoning. Who is the best professional that I can get my mitts on to work with me? And honestly, I got three of them. I got an MD to manage my detoxing and all the stuff I need to do to become demoldified and solve all the infections I've got going on. But then I got a coach to keep my mind straight because this is very challenging. 
And actually I'm working with a hypnotherapist so I can dig into some of those traumas so I can keep my brain in the best place. And of course I've always done neurofeedback, but I've doubled down on my neurofeedback program to keep my brain in place. But the point is I didn't go, whoa, I have a big problem. Let me solve it by myself. I realized that if I have a big problem, I need somebody who knows the proper tools, techniques, and strategies and can give me the support that I need. And I put that team in place because I want to get better as fast as possible. So I committed to it. I paid for it, a lot of money, and I'm investing tons of time and energy. Actually, my husband told me this morning how impressed he is with my ability to stay the course in what's going to be a very long journey. Unfortunately, I just took a retest of the mycotoxins in my body and they are off the chain still, which was disappointing. And if you're in a recovery program, you know what I'm talking about to do four months of solid work and I am feeling better. So I had to remind myself I'm getting better. I just have a long haul in front of me. So I was a little disheartened for a minute but I've got my team in place. I've got the tools and strategies. And actually a decision that I made was that I need to go back into my program, look at some of the tools I have not put in place yet. (coughs) And I've already signed up for a couple of them starting next week, adding more tools to my toolbox. I've been using a ton of tools very consistently, but I'm like, okay, maybe it's time for more. And I'm doubling down on healing not on worrying about the fact that I am in recovery, doubling down on healing. So techniques, tools, strategies, and the proper support. So if you're ready, if you're up there at six, seven, eight, or nine, it's time to do it. It's time to sign up moving into the new year. I pussyfoot around telling people to get into a program because I'm here to support you for free. But moving into the new year, don't waste another year being pulled and pushed into the screen. You're, you're only in an upward spiral or a downward spiral. There's no horizontal spiral, not a thing. You have to keep doing all of the healing elements to continue to move forward. It's time to put them in place and to start moving forward in the new year. Perfect time so that when you look back next year on January 1st, when you're in your journal and you're going, what happened in this past year? You're going to see how much better you've gotten. Your work's going to be better. Your relationships are going to be better. You're going to be happier because you're going to be rocking out your hobbies in your flexibly scheduled life. Life is going to be better. This is why. Let's talk about the elements of the program. Unwire, rewire, hardwire. It's that simple and complex altogether. So in the unwire program, the main component is staying out of the screen. You have to unwire the porn brain pattern that keeps pushing you back into the screen. You have to stay away from the supernormal stimulus of porn that is pulling you back into the screen. It is crucial to figure that out. And there's brain hacks in my program to be able to trick your brain into thinking that that dopamine drip is from your life instead of from the screen. And that's what we need to get going. So in the unwire phase, you really are letting the porn brain pattern unravel while you begin to rewire it towards the healthy pattern. It's essential. If you don't unwire the porn brain pattern, you stay stuck in the loop of the four Ds, dopamine drip, deluge, drowning, and deficit. That loop can't be broken unless you unwire the porn brain pattern. So if you don't want to join my program, 
Find a program that works for you and think about it this way. You have to unwire the porn brain pattern. Now in my program, we start with that, but we almost immediately move into rewiring your brain. Before I talk about that, let's just revisit for a second the unwire. If you have patterns and programming from the past, which, spoiler alert, you do, we're all programmed by our parents, our culture, our families, our educators, and our religious leaders. That is who we're programmed by. Unfortunately, most of us didn't program ourselves, but it's the responsibility of the person who's trying to become fabulous and self-actualize to reprogram yourself. So figuring out your programming is really important. That's the aspect I've been doubling down on with my hypnotherapist and with my coach that I hired, exploring more of my programming and how it might be keeping me stuck in a sickness loop, not to self-blame myself for being sick, but when you're sick, it means your body and your mind are, don't have a ton of healability. And for me, it's because it's so toxified, but I'm using the opportunity to increase my healability by figuring out more of my patterns. And my mind has been blown by some of the things that I've figured out with my, with my new coaches. One's an old coach. <laughs> One's new. Um, so the point is you have to go back into the past and you have to look and see what your programming is and why, and then unwire that programming and the impact that it's having on you. If you have trauma in your past, if you have even just, you know, lower key family dysfunction, it really does play itself out over time and it creates neuro rigidity in your brain that locks your brain up. I want to unlock your brain, create more neuroplasticity so that then we can rewire your brain into the healthiest pattern, probably healthier than you've ever experienced before. Think about that. If you found porn when you were 9, 10, 11, 12, your brain has never used the healthiest adult version of itself. Never. Because your brain will continue to grow until you're 25-ish. So... The beautiful thing is that when you heal your brain, you're not just healing it back to the way that it was. You're using neuroplasticity to tap into your full potential that you've never experienced. Amazing, right? It is amazing. That's why now is the time to get your self-awareness up to commitment so you can get into a program that moves you through unwire, rewire, hardwire. So when you rewire your brain, it becomes the healthiest optimal electrical and neurochemical pattern. So in my program, I encourage people to get the Muse brain training headband and I teach you how to use it. So we are using cognitive behavioral therapies to change your behavior, change your thinking so that it goes back and it changes your brain functioning. It works that way. But we're also using brain training so that it improves your brain functioning which makes it easier to change your behaviors in your thinking. For some people, changing your thinking is very difficult to change the way you think with a distorted thought system. Very difficult, nay impossible for many people. That's why I've doubled down on my coach coaches because, you know, I think in a certain way and those thoughts have to be challenged and there's nothing more interesting and gratifying to when one of my coaches goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's dig in there a little bit. And I'll be like, oh, dang, that is programming. And when I see that programming as not really my thoughts, just the way I've been conditioned, 
then I can unravel it. Unwire, rewire. So we do that in my program. We help you explore the way you're living your life currently, your routines, the way you use your brain. Are you using your brain in a balanced way? Are you balancing brain boosting and brain recovery activities? And are you staying out of brain draining activities as much as possible? I teach you all about that. I teach you what those activities are, how your brain pattern changes when you're using those different activities, how to balance it across your life in particular, so that you can get your brain into the healthiest mode. When your brain's in the healthiest mode, it's easier to make all those behavioral changes. It's easier to set up a schedule and stick to it. It's easier to commit to doing your hobbies. It's easier to have healthier interactional styles and communication with your partner instead of using the old Dr. Jekyll mask and pretending things are okay with your partner, being able to, <coughs> sorry, mold, man, it'll get you. Instead, being able to move towards your partner in a healthy, caring, compassionate way and be able to say, let's talk about this. I want to improve our sex life. Let's talk about this. I want to have more intimacy with you. Uh, I, my husband and I were rewatching Ted Lasso the other night, uh, and it was really, really great. That show's so good. If you haven't seen it on Apple TV, get it. Because like I've told you, it's mostly clean and uh, really, really good. And in the one scene, the one woman's talking about how in in protecting herself, she's pushed everyone away, inadvertently creating her worst nightmare of being alone. And I'm like, that's just so awesome because that's the programming. And she was working on changing it, letting people in and becoming friends with people and finding an intimate partner. Very cool. And that's what I'm talking about here, having the courage to be able to communicate and tell your partner what your needs are, but making sure your needs are healthy in the first place. So that's the rewire. Think about that. If you just change your communication style with your partner, once your brain's healthier and you don't feel angry and you don't feel irritable and things don't bother you about everybody, think about how that can change your life. It's crucial. It's part of my program. It's part of rewiring. Healthy sexuality is a major part of a brain rewire. And I'm actually adding a new complete module on relationship rewire to the 90-day program as of January 1st because it is important. Currently, there's a lesson on it, but now there's going to be a full module because people don't know how to repair their relationships when sexual addiction or pornography addiction enter in. And figuring out how to regulate your mood in a different way figuring out how to create healthy sexuality with your partner and figuring out how to create intimacy and vulnerability with your partner and other people is just absolutely crucial. So in this new module, it's going to help you to be able to do that even more, a deeper dive. But if you don't join my program, think about that. Think about my words. You have to repair your relationship because if you don't, then you have secrets that keep guilt and shame going. You aren't your true authentic self to the world. If you can't be your true authentic self with your partner, there's no way you can do it to the world. And, you know, my husband and I, we're not perfect. We're always trying. And what that's what's cool about us is like, you know, of course, when we met, you know, there's three phases of love. When we met, I wasn't the real me, but now it's 22 years later. And over time, he keeps seeing more and more of the real me. And so we have an awesome relationship because we're always willing to look at 
versions of ourselves and versions of each other and stay committed. Like, how cool is that, right? That's what I want for you if you're in a long-term relationship. That's what you can have when you learn the techniques and you implement the strategies and the tools. And it's mind-blowing when you get to the other side of that. <coughs> okay, so moving on to hardwire. What's involved in hardwiring your brain in? Well, making the assumption that you have actually unwired the porn brain pattern, you'll know it because you'll feel different. You'll be able to see it on your muse graphs. So you've unwired and now you're rewiring your brain into the healthier mode. You will feel different than you ever have. It's amazing. When you feel different, now you know what the future can hold. You want it. You've tasted it and you become committed to creating it over time. So in the hardwire, you set goals for the future. And they're not like make a ton of money, uh, drive a shiny car, which all those things are okay. It's about how you feel, how you feel and how you want to move through your life so that you can feel good as your authentic self. So making a lot of money is part of that because in the world today, being financially stable creates financial peace. And I have six kids. With six kids, you need a lot of money to raise six human beings into the best versions of themselves. So I'm not greedy about money. I just don't want to have to worry about it because I want to focus on helping my kids become the best versions of themselves. And actually, my daughter, Sersha, told my husband this, and he loved it. And he told me that she's our 12-year-old. She said the other day that she's living her best life. <gasps> Amazing, right? And he was loving that. As a dad, he's like... He's like, she told me that she's living her best life because she gets to do her hobbies. She likes to ride horses. Horses are expensive, right? More horses, more money. Uh, more money, more horses. That's from Charlie's Angels. Great movie. But as a dude, you might not love it. But I love it. Um, the new one, the new Charlie's Angels. <coughs> but the point is, she, we enable her, we empower her, and inspire her to do her hobbies. She hangs out with all of her friends, so she has really beautiful connections with people. This is what she said. She told him, I get to hang out with my friends, I get to do my hobbies, I've got all A's in school. She's rocking out school because she's intentional about it, and she struggled. It's not that it was easy for her. She's very smart, but she struggled with advanced math and she doubled down and getting the support that she needed and rocked it out. Now she has all A's and there was just a ceremony last week for a honor roll. And she proudly was able to go up on the stage and, and own that accomplishment because she wants to move through this world as the best version of herself. And then she said that she has nice relationships with her siblings and her parents. And she has two parents that love her and support her. Ah, living her best life. Fabulous. Right? So, the goals have to give you those feelings. Hearing that from her created this feeling in my husband and me that all the work that we do is worth it because we've got kids that are growing into these amazing human beings that are going to contribute to the world. Amazing. Awesome. And I get to be part of that growth and development for them. Just just absolutely awesome. And so I need to make money to be able to do that. But it's not like I'm stockpiling it. I just want financial peace. And that's the feeling that it gives me. I can go to sleep at night and not have to worry about how I'm going to make money tomorrow. We all deserve that. You deserve that. If you don't have financial peace, that should be a goal for your future for the next year. Add it to the list. I want to make a lot of money, have it move through me so that I can sleep at night 
peacefully. For me, peace is the feeling that I want behind everything. I want to be able to move back into my home so that I can hospitality. I can share hospitality. I can rest my bones and my mind in a place that feeds me. And well, it was killing me. I thought it was feeding me, but it will feed me in the future. But I want to be able to rest my bones. Even my townhouse. I love my townhouse. We keep joking about townhouse living and how <coughs> how it's, serve, it's serving us so well in this crazy time in our life. Those are the goals. Set the goals. My goal is to move back into my home and rest my bones and be able to share it. Have a have a moving back in party, have all my friends and family come and be together in community. That's the feeling that my home gives me, love and community. So think about your goals for the future. That's what our hardwire does. And it's much more intricate than that, but it's creating the feelings because the goal of my program is that you you can feel well, so you act and think well, so that you behave well, so that your brain stays well, and it goes back and forth. It's a two-way street. So when you hardwire in those goals and you're working towards them intentionally and having fun because your brain's healthy, life is good. And there's one more part of the hardwire that's really important. is to integrate your personality as your true self. Figure out who you are, what you want to do. Do it and then stay there. So I use a personality test called the Enneagram. You might've heard me talk about it. I teach you how to find your personality and I teach you how to integrate your personality into the highest level. So you're staying out of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, and you're staying in your true self. Stress is the number one thing that's going to throw you, throw your mask back on and throw you back into the screen. So when you figure out what your fault line is and you realize stress is moving in and that you are disintegrating, you want to know where your fault line is and that requires self-awareness or you want to have somebody in place to be able to help you to be able to move back towards integration before you disintegrate and you're pushed and pulled back into the screen. That is part of the hardwire program in my program. So you unwire the porn brain pattern while you're rewiring your healthy brain pattern. You learn how to stay out of the screen, brain hack your brain in the first place so you can get over urges and cravings. You move into that rewire phrase where you rewire your life and you rewire your brain. And then you hardwire in that new, better brain pattern by also hardwiring in a lifestyle that feeds your soul so that you don't have to go into the screen anymore. And when you do that, there are no more urges and cravings. Your brain's literally in a different electrical pattern, creating a new cascade of neurochemicals. It's amazing. And then you've also set up your life so that it's stable and it's creating this way for you to move through the world without needing to devolve again. And then you also realize recovery means constant evolution, always moving up. And sometimes when stress or illness, you feel yourself shifting down. I felt that lately. It's like, I will not shift down. I'm using this opportunity to level up 10 times more. So you can use your recovery opportunity to springboard you into the version of yourself you've never imagined. As your brain gets healthier, the new you is going to come out and it's going to say to you, let's go do this. Instead of it saying, let's go watch porn, it's going to say, let's go uh, hike Mount Kilimanjaro. I don't even know if you can do that. But when you're inspired to do that, that's the voice of your true self in your mind. And you're going to go do it. And it's going to be amazing. So that is step number one. If your self-awareness is high, 
get into a program. Unwire, rewire, hardwire. You can't do this thing alone, usually. Usually, you at least need a digital program. So my 90-day program is a digital program. It's self-guided and self-paced. You get into it and you move through it by yourself. Now, here is the important aspect. That's perfect as an entry-level program because you don't have to tell anybody about your problem. You don't have to um, show up at a meeting and proclaim that you're an addict every Tuesday night. You can get into the self-guided program, start moving towards the best version of yourself by yourself. When you do that, you get a complimentary coaching session with Zach Carter, who's the lead coach on my team. He has recovered from his own porn addiction. He is finishing his master's in counseling, so he's trained there. I've trained him, and he and I talk multiple times a week, and we make sure that I also have my brain on what's going on with you and Zach and I talk about it so we can move you through your program. So you get that free, (coughs) sorry about the cough. You get that free um, coaching session so that he can figure out how he can support you best. Then you can add group coaching to my digital program. That's really important because it meets every other week. So you show up, you're accountable for moving through the program. You can get all your questions answered And if you've had a slip or a relapse, Zach can help break it down for you and to help you learn from it. You should really only have slips and relapses at the beginning of your program. If you continue to slip or have relapses long into a program, there's fundamentals that you have not put in place. So getting into the group the group coaching is awesome and affordable to help you move through that program. So you're not in a digital program alone. Obviously, if you get into a digital program alone and you need more support, then you need the opportunity to be able to add it. And that's why we have it. You can try to do it by yourself, but hopefully you recognize, all right, I've already committed to this program, time, money, and energy, and I'm not succeeding. I'm going to add group coaching so that I can move through the program. It has the tools and techniques in it you're able to get more support. Then if you want personal coaching, you're able to add personal coaching with Zach weekly. (coughs) So this way, if you need individual support and it's still relatively affordable in the grand scheme of things, yes, it's an investment, but in the grand scheme of support for porn addiction, it's affordable, individual support. So you're able to get that. You can add that. If you want to work with me personally, you can add an assessment. And thankfully, I'm well enough that I'm doing consultations again. So if you want to talk to me, you can go on my website, schedule a consultation, and we can talk soon. But you can also add a brain assessment. I call it a four-point assessment where I can see what your brain is doing, how it's falling out in your life. We do a full QEG brain map. It is awesome when you see what your brain is doing, especially you can see the damage and the impact from pornography addiction. And then if you do neurofeedback coaching with me, you can see your brain performance pattern improve over time. It's awesome. There's no way that you don't know that your brain is getting better because we measure it all the time and I show you how it's improving and I give you coaching strategies to make sure you're moving forward and to make sure your brain is healing, making it much easier for you to do all the things you need to do. So the assessment comes first and then if you want to do coaching with me, you can. I also offer private intensives, which they're much larger investment, but this way quarterly for three months, you get my 
undivided attention, you get all the support that you need. That's my way of being able to help you if you can afford it. And if you're really committed, then me and you can work together for three months trying to get you to the opposite side of this thing as quickly as possible. Okay, so that's level one in support. Now, enough about (coughs) programs, because if you're out there going, listen, lady, I can't afford your program and I can't afford any program. I'm not that committed. What do I do now? So if you haven't committed fully, or if it really is just a stretch, which it is, and I get that, it's a stretch financially, um, or even just time and energy for some people to be able to commit to a program, here's the second thing that you need to do is you can schedule a consultation with me so I can learn about your particular case and I <coughs> I can, sorry, and I can help you figure out what the next step would be for you in particular. I do that with people all the time. I've been doing that for a long time. Just give you a push in the right direction. You don't have to purchase anything, but push you in the right direction. I also offer lower a, a more affordable workshops, smaller featured workshops. And basically there's always one available. They're $33 typically. So you could get started in a program. We just offered the No Porn November program. The Holidays Without Porn program is available now. Uh, it was available last year. It's the same program, um, but it's really great to move you through holiday time. If holiday time's challenging for you or you want to get into the new year, It's $33. It's available on the workshops tab on my website. So I have lower level workshops or go to my YouTube channel and start making your way through the videos. There's over 500 videos on my YouTube channel. They're not put together from start to finish. They're what's on my mind and my heart each week and questions people have asked me. I show up and I answer them and I provide a brain hack strategy at the end of every video. Go watch the videos, start moving through them. Even though they're kind of piecemeal, they're totally gonna help you. They're all built on science. They're designed to motivate and inspire you and they're free. So go to YouTube, make a plan of when you're gonna watch the videos, get a journal and start implementing the strategies. Again, it's not gonna move you through unwire, rewire, hardwire, but it's totally gonna get you started and it won't cost you anything. Commit to that level. So if you're like, eh, I don't know if this porn thing's so bad for me, just commit to subscribing to the channel if you're not subscribed. If you're subscribed, commit to watching. I put out two new videos each week. Commit to watching the videos, Monday and Wednesday. There's always a little longer one and a little shorter one. So commit to that and it's gonna be a great start for you. Okay, now, if you're not ready for that, this is number three. So if you, you know, you're here, so hopefully you're already committed to a certain extent if you're listening to this podcast. I know I'm probably preaching to the choir, but if you are not that committed, this is what I encourage you to do. Look at your life because we wanna increase your self-awareness, going back to self-awareness. Look at your life and start questioning some of the things that are going on. And I've been doing this in my own life. It is mind-blowing. What I've seen is that, and this is, I probably shouldn't even share this publicly, but here it comes. You ready for it? (coughs) After a cough. Is that what I've seen is that, you know, I'm raising a lot of teenagers and the things that they do immediately irritate me. And I'm sure it's because I'm stressed out and I'm sick because I'm not totally normally like this. So I'm down. I'm disintegrating just because of illness. And I'm trying really hard to integrate myself. 
So when some shenanigans go on with my teenagers, I immediately like, I got to deal with more shenanigans. That's irritation. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to default to irritation because that's not my normal deal. I've been working on this with my coaches. So I am defaulting to compassion. Anytime I feel irritated, I've noticed this as a current pattern because honestly, I'm not, you know, at a hundred percent to deal with the shenanigans all the time that I normally do. But it's also an opportunity to teach my kids, decrease the shenanigans, teenagers. I got one in particular who is shenanigizing, that's a word, a lot. So when the shenanigans start, I'm defaulting to compassion. I'm trying to understand why that particular teenager is engaged in all the shenanigans right now. And the reason is because said kiddo is at a precipice in their life where they have to figure out who they are and they have to break away from their friend group and they have to look inside for validation instead of outside. That's a big nut to chew for a teenager. So when I default to compassion and I go, okay, the shenanigans are just a call for help in a really difficult time springboarding from child to adult, I can show up and handle them way better than becoming irritated. So this is what I've done. The feeling of irritation is the call for me to shift to compassion so that I can understand what my kiddo's going through so I can be there. Game changer in my life right now. So if you're not going to commit to a program or even to getting free help, commit to looking at your life and especially the times you become the version of yourself you don't want to be. I don't want to be an irritated person, a person who feels irritated on the in the inside. I'm always kind on the outside generally, but I feel irritated on the inside. So I'm like, I don't want to feel irritated on the inside. I've already told you, I want to feel peaceful on the inside. Peace is my goal. That is it. Peace and love. That's all I want from my life. I want to feel peaceful on the inside. I want to exude love to all the people that I interact with. I want to heal myself and help everybody else heal themselves so we all can become the best versions. Irritation doesn't fit into that formula. So when I feel it on the inside, I shift it. Start looking at the times when you feel something on the inside that you don't want to. And then shift it to compassion and move in and communicate. Learning to communicate better is like, Amazing. That's why I'm adding that to the 90 day program because interaction and communication is fundamental for being able to self actualize if you have other people in your life. Cause I did think to myself, some of my mentors, or if you just think about Buddha and some of my mentors have kind of, you know, taken themselves out of the world a little bit so they don't have so many people that they have to interact with and they've, you know, moved to a tropical island where they focus on regulating themselves and letting that ripple effect out into the world, but not really interacting with a lot of people. As a mom of six human beings and a partner to the hubs and a boss and a daughter and a friend, I don't have the luxury of that because I want to stay connected to all my people, which means I need to learn how to regulate myself within, in the chaos of the world. You probably have to do that too. So that skill is what's going to help you. And communication is what's going to create the ripple effect out. Being a really strong communicator and interacting in integrity 
and with peace and love, that is what I'm talking about. So the third thing is investigate your life, especially the times you're showing up as the Dr. Jekyll or the Mr. Hyde. When you do something that you wish you didn't do, investigate it and flip it, flip the switch on it. When you're caught up in an argument with someone, even if you think it's their fault, investigate your role. If something doesn't happen the way you want it to, think about the role that you're playing. You can't control other people. You can only control you and your response is the thing we're controlling, taking reactions away and changing your responses. But that starts with investigating your own behavior. Okay, let's put a bow on this and then talk about fabulous for one more second. Okay, this is what we've talked about. You have to increase your self-awareness. Once you get to a high level of self-awareness, you realize, you will realize you need a program. Most people do. Most people, when it comes to porn, porn is, man, does that have a pull on people's brains? Very difficult to help yourself. It's like toxic mold. I, it's not ironic that the universe has put in my lap porn addiction and toxic mold poisoning. Porn addiction, porn's toxic for you emotionally and mentally. Mold is toxic physically. Man, that's a lot of toxic. So when you realize your brain has been poisoned by porn, you will realize you need a specialist to help you detox because it's just like mold. You got to get that out of your system before you can move forward and you likely need someone to help you. So when you get to that level of self-awareness, get yourself in a program. This is the time. Create the new you today. Don't put it off. Start today. If you can afford it, find somebody who resonates with you and get moving forward. Please, for your sake, do it. If you don't want to commit and if you just really don't have the money, start saving your shekels so you can get into a program that feels good to you. Keep watching my videos on YouTube. Keep listening to the podcast. Schedule a consultation with me. They are $79.90. That's a very specific number because it's a deposit. So when you schedule the consultation, if you'd like to move forward with an assessment, you get that $79.90 back. So it's not money lost if you want to move forward towards an assessment and you can have a consultation. And if you want an assessment in a couple of years, that money back will still be there for you. But I can push you in the right direction. I can give you the support that you need at least to get you moving in the right direction and get you going. If you don't want to do that, keep watching YouTube. Keep watch, keep listening to the podcast. Number three, look at your own life. Look at the things you want to change. Start increasing your self-awareness because once you increase self-awareness, which is the first pillar of emotional intelligence, which is what we're growing up here, is the first pillar is self-awareness. The second is self-regulation. Self-regulation means you move your brain into that healthy mode and you're able to regulate yourself and not have to do things externally to feel better. That's what we're talking about. Then after self-regulation is social awareness. You become more socially aware. I'm also also asking you to do a bit of that in number three. Once you've become more socially aware, you can regulate your relationships, relationship management, which I'm focusing on in the new year in the 90-day program. So start looking at yourself. Uh, it's my Taylor Swift face. Again, you might not love her. Taylor Swift 
has a song that's out. It's like the number one song on TikTok, I think, um, Antihero. And in that song, she has a lyric where she says that she will look at the sun, but never in the mirror. And I really like that lyric because it's like, you know, we're, we're, we're eager to look at everybody else's problems and you can look at the news and judge that and come up with a ton of ideas, but it's very difficult to look in the mirror and go, you know what, dude, this is what you got going on. This is what you have to deal with. Before I wrap up and talk about fabulous, another thing I wanted to tell you in this video is that we all have struggles, every last one of us. So if you're struggling with porn addiction, you know, you're no different than your neighbors and your friends. They're just not talking about it. We all struggle with something. I'm struggling with mold poisoning. As you know, I am, have been in someone's life who is struggling with porn addiction and has put it behind them, but is in recovery. So that's a role that I play. That's a struggle of mine. I struggle with ambiguous grief because I'm missing someone in my life. That's a big nut to carry around. And I don't talk about it all the time, but I have struggles, but I also know that struggles don't mean you have to suffer. Those are two different things. And I plan on making a video about it. Struggles mean you're, you're moving towards all those difficulties in your life as opportunities. Suffering means you allow those things to take you down. Life's challenging. The human condition is a challenging one, but it's what we're here to learn from and to, to rise above and become the best versions of ourselves. So moving towards the bow on this is fabulous. I want you to be fabulous. You deserve to be fabulous. You deserve to look in the mirror and be able to realize there's so many changes that can be made. So when I got my mycotoxin test back, mycotoxins are mold toxins, which I am still riddled with. Of course, I was like, you know, not happy because I'm like, I've been doing this work and some of them are up. Some of the levels are up because I'm detoxing them a little more, but I'm like, that's a lot for a girl to handle. But then this is what I thought is that, you know what? I feel a little better. I'm still riddled with toxins. Can you imagine when I'm completely free of toxins, what it's going to be like? So I've got so much further to go. And that's what I want you to realize. Like, I'm nowhere near the fabulous version of myself because I'm toxified right now physically. If you're mentally and neurologically toxified because of porn, think about the fabulous version of yourself that you can be one year from today. That's why New Year's is such an amazing time to be able to commit. And, you know, I got this test back and it's off the chain toxic. But then I thought to myself, in the new year, I am going to create the most amazing schedule of all the healing things that I've put together. And I'm not going to miss any of them because I feel like when I get a little worse, it's because I've missed some of the pieces that I've identified as really important in my recovery from mold. And I know that. And then I'm like, okay, I'm like, kind of like over Thanksgiving, I was worse, but I, I ate, drank and was a little merrier than usual, but I didn't use my sweat, my sweatmaster 2000. I didn't do some of the healing things that I need to do to get well. So just a little bit of breakdown on my tools made it. So I went back a lot and it's the same for porn addiction recovery. That's why these two paths are so, um, they correlate with each other so much, but at the new year, I'm committed to my recovery program. And by 2024, 
I'm going to blow your mind and I'm going to blow my own mind because my fabulousness is going to be 10 out of 10. And I'm so excited for it. And I want you to be excited for your 10 out of 10 fabulousness. All right. I know that's a lot, but I want this for you. So get committed. Do what you can right now to move forward because I want you to move into the new year porn free and fabulous. Okay. Until next time. Don't forget, control your brain or it'll control you.